Listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast with no butthole. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Uh, it's funny because you said butthole. That's why it's funny. Uh, and my name is John Gibson, and I am also Jim Davis. I am third chair Jeremy Mullis from North Carolina, and I, three, am Jim Guys, Davis. happy weekend. Uh, today is n- November oh. the 18th, 1978. We are looking at the 153rd ever Garfield strip. Good John, Lord. what happens in today's strip? Yes, I'll field that one, uh, Chris, since you just asked me to. In this Thank strip, you. Garfield has misconceptions about the real... <clears throat> In this strip, Garfield has misconceptions about the reliability of canine behavior. Mm. This is a weird strip, right? Yeah, it's super weird. It's kind of weird. Are we... Um, let me ask mm. you this. Are we allowed to talk about historical oh, yes. events? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because I think you, this, you, you clearly this strip didn't is... listen to our Armistice Day episode. <laughs> I did not. I did it was, not. It was just uh, yesterday. But to me, this this strip is very interesting in light of the fact that November eighteenth, nineteen seventy eight, was the date of the Jonestown massacre. Mm, wow. Um, you want to flesh that that point out, Jeremy? Uh... Oh, it was, um, it, it was, well, well, it was when the, uh, like about a thousand people who were members of the kind of Jonestown cult all committed ritual suicide slash were murdered, um, in, uh, South America. Mm. And, mm. uh, I think most of them, they had like run off to South America to do this cult yep. shit and then they all, I, think they were in I don't, Guyana. I honestly don't know much about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, and then, um, yeah, it was a big deal at the time, as kind of indicated by this strip. Mm. I think, and, and I think that's the origin of the popular and lighthearted line uh, when someone has you say someone has <laughs> drunk the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, because they they like served them poison. I Kool-Aid thought that was uh, Heaven's Gate. One of the least popular flavors of Kool Aid. Was I that Heaven's, that Heaven's Gate? Gate? No, when they no, had... no, no. That was Jonestown. Was the Kool Aid? Was it really? You know, there's there's literally no way for us to find out. Yeah, I'm definitely not looking it up right now. Okay, I'm leaning towards it being. Speaking Jonestown. of uh, panel one, do you like that segue? That was very smooth. Um, I liked it until you stopped talking yeah, okay. about the so <laughs> Look, look, panel one. Uh, Garfield is uh, is flanked by two jars. Uh, <laughs> I strongly disagree. Yeah? Strongly disagree. Oh, 
<laughs> flanked him. Flanked yeah, him. Really? Okay, right. There's I, a jar on either side of him. I, I, I was like crossing my fingers. You wouldn't call me out on that. <laughs> All right. You know, I lied to the listeners. <laughs> he's he's flanked on one side by two jars, and I on don't the know other that side, that's necessarily by, a, by true. the edge of the panel. Like if he had, if he was like, I think that if you. If there was a jar in front of him and he was approaching this jar, and then these jars came up to the side of him, you would say those two jars would flank him because they came up on his side. He's not—he didn't say he's surrounded by two yeah. jars. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not—he's not amidst two jars. Yeah, I think I think it I think it it is a, not a good way of describing the this panel. A better way would be there are two jars to Garfield's rank. Yeah. I mean. But it is also not necessarily <laughs> inaccurate. I, I I both disagree and no longer care. All right, so Garfield, what's he doing? He's regarding these jars. <laughs> strongly, <laughs> strongly <laughs> agree. <laughs> All right, common ground. Yeah, I concur, I concur. Uh, and, and, and he's thinking uh, with a big old thought bubble, takes up almost half the panel. He's thinking, hmm, uh-huh. dot, dot, dot. One canister is so. I guess they're canisters, not jars. That's that's interesting. Yeah, are yeah. They jars? nobody called me on I, that. I think they are jars. I they're think cookie they're jars. jars. You know oh, what a jar Garfield's is? just doing another Hasek Ottoman bullshit thing. Like he just he doesn't know what things are. He didn't say they were. Well, yeah, he does. I, th- I he think says they could be either that's canisters or jars. Um, Maybe a canister is a type of jar. Look, a jar is. Do we really want to talk about this? Hey, did you hey, guys have when trouble is a, understanding when is a jar, this trip? Not a like, jar. was it? Huh? Did you, was you like? Uh. Are you? Did you look at this panel and you were like, <laughs> "Where are these canisters he's referring to?" <laughs> I could understand if you were confused by the Hassock one. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it works. He's it thinking, works. So we know he's what thinking, he's talking about. Hmm, one canister is doggy biscuits, and the other mm-hmm. is kitty munchies. But I forget which is Ew. which. Mm-hmm. And Chris, uh, as if yeah. go on. No, no, no. You know what? No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, there is a lot to unpack there, and I don't know if we want to get into all of it. I, I, I do think it's worth saying the, uh, de- the coloring and decoration of these jars is super nineteen seventies. Yeah. Like there's sort of a pink and green pastel with yellow daisies on them. Um, is it weird that John Arbuckle keeps doggy biscuits and kitty munchies in identical jars on his uh, countertop? Chris, it's like, they, those super really look weird like that jars that. for people food. Given what happens, you'd think he would I know think, better. I would think that John Arbuckle, and and we, you know we've discussed the different different uh, facets of his personality, but mm-hmm. I would expect buying these particular jars the, that are these are manifestations of the of the prissy John Arbuckle. Mm. I would think that if he were, well, look at the look at those daisies. I mean, that's like it's like the. I think I think crunchy John Arbuckle bought bought no. these jars. No. This is, these were purchased by the John Arbuckle who sits on the floor wearing his short shorts in a yoga pose. You know who I'm talking no, about. No, no, no. These were purchased by the John Arbuckle that arranges daisies in a bookshelf in a vase with a picture of a daisy on it. 
<laughs> I forgot about that box. Uh, so, I mean, by that it logic, there should be daisies in both of these jars. A of a flower. <laughs> I think the one with a picture of a flower on it didn't have a flower in it. But more importantly, which made it weirder. More to the Go point. On. More to the point. If he's going to the trouble of buying these nice-looking old lady jars, slash ugly, I would expect that they would be labeled. It seems like you guys mostly just talk about the first panel. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the art, the artwork is persist. There's a persistent universe across, across all three panels. So, like, you know, it's like uh, the, that's true. I mean, these jars, is, th- these jars will be with us this one. for the the entire journey of today's trip. You know, it's interesting. I think you're right. We probably do talk most about panel one. But that's interesting because panel two is generally where the action happens, as we've established. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me. I think that if I were going to listen to this podcast, it would be more entertaining maybe if you said what the whole, if you kind of did a like a brief rundown of all the panels and then kind of zoomed in. I think in. initially hmm. that's what the synopsis was supposed to accomplish, but then the synopsis oh. became vague and confusing. Yeah, it, it's, it quickly became a, a race to see who could be the most obtuse. <laughs> well, you got to just let it take you where it takes you, I guess. Yeah, and where it takes us now, guys? Panel two. Panel two. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Garfield is Ooh. slamming his fist down on the counter with a nice big old wham sound yeah. effect. Weird, weird reference know, right? to the band mm. Wham. If it said pulp, I think that would make more sense. When, when did the band Wham form? I think maybe... I'm just saying, this is I 1978. You, I bet they were, were early 80s. We really should have done our research yeah, for this strip. I think, 1980, I think, founded I think, in I, early 1980. I think hmm. after yeah. this. So, so yeah. Garfield presaged right. Wham. Mm. Um, All the more amazing. Oh, and Odie is, Odie is uh, jumping up into the air. Rising out out of of the left hand jar shooting up from that mm-hmm. canister like garfield from a bathtub house left yeah yeah house yeah. left yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean everybody so, uh, everybody cool with that yeah i don't I, I, it's weirdly so i don't have as in, much to say about that in the in this action thus has garfield established where the doggy biscuits mm. are, presumably, and where the kitty munchies yeah. are. Yeah, although, I mean... And so, panel three, just I'm, to close I'm, it I'm out. not sure just, how... Just, let's just close it out. Panel three, Garfield okay. is getting into the other canister. He's opening it up to get some kitty munchies, presumably. And Odie has fallen and back Odie, into the doggy munchie canister. It's just his ass Odie, is sticking Odie out. Is, yep. Odie is supposed to be a dog. Yes. Is that correct? <laughs> It might be worth pointing out, John, uh, panel three there. We really should see Odie's butthole. (laughs) Like, it should be clearly visible. I think this is the first time that we really should have seen Odie's butthole. Man, yeah, I can think of at least two other problems with this panel as well, aside from the the total absence of any buttholes. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of which is is I, I don't really, like... I, I, I don't think that Garfield's test here to see which jar is which is really of of much of much epistemic heft. 
Like dogs, dogs eat anything. Like mm. there's no guarantee that Odie's going to be in the dog. Yeah. Bar. And and I, aside from that, it's also been established that Garfield would pretty much eat anything. So why yeah. would he even care? Garfield would eat dog biscuits. And that's and that's completely true to life, John. We have a dog and a cat, and they yeah. are constantly trying to eat each other's food. Like we're, we're just perpetually having to police them and shout at them because they love nothing more than to steal the other animal's food. Okay. Assuming that, assuming that like this was a, you would come up with this gag and you thought it was funny. <laughs> like Garfield needs to determine I'm, I'm where Odie is and he that, does it. This hypothetical, but go on. Let's let's say you've come up with this gag wherein Garfield needs to determine which of two canisters Odie is in and he's decided to do that humorously by pounding on the countertop. Mm-hmm. How would you set up the gag in panel one that you think would be less problematic? Oh, how would I do mm. it? Yeah, how would you set up this gag? Yeah, you be Jim Davis. Yeah. I mean, isn't that, yeah. Um, like, would he say, like, I know Odie is in one of these canisters. <laughs> but I forget which. <laughs> um, I guess, but I guess it's harder than that even, because presumably Garfield doesn't know that Odie is in one of them, or at least you, the viewer, mm. do not. So, like, part of the humor, and I'm using mm. air quotes, is that like in panel two we realize that oh, like it's been set up that there is biscuits yeah. in both of yeah. these, and then it turns out that there's a dog. Yeah, I think. I mean, I yeah. Ha- uh, how would you set it up? Because you certainly yeah. have no like qualms about like just tearing down Jim Davis's. Setup. I would have. I would have. Uh, I, okay, I would move the action to a street corner, <laughs> I, 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 and I would have a grifter. I would have I would have three or four panels before panel one uh, of of the grifter uh, swapping the jars around. Okay. So, so in we're a, in a we're on a in Sunday a, strip now. in in a classic um, you know three card Monty sort of shell game. Yeah, shell game. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, hey, yeah, find the dog. Find the lady. Yeah, where's the where's the, find the where's dog. the doggy? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, so then you need to have a mark come up. And it sounds like a whole week's story arc. Yeah, well, you know, there's it, just a lot of untapped potential in this idea. I think you've just made my I point think, that, like... Yeah, I mean, I think if I were to rewrite this, I would just have in panel one, I would have Garfield laying out the situation in the logical language of Gottlob Frega. Like, you know, stipulate there exists one and only one canister of doggy biscuits. Uh, yeah. one, is this going to involve, like, all those those upside-down okay, A's That would actually shit? be funnier. Yeah, yeah. There would that definitely kinda... be some upside-down A's, one of those, like, backwards E's. Uh, what is and that? Then, um, what would he be is that thinking first order in logic? The, what would he be thinking in the last is one? Is that first uh, order logic? The last one he would be thinking QED. Yeah. That Okay, that would be much better. That would be like legitimately pretty funny. Yeah, well, only in the context of seeing it this way. Moderately like, amusing. He establishes the premise. I'll be. It's definitely if you're making the point that panel one is very heavy-handed. 
yeah. awkward, then like I agree with you, but I'm not sure how I would establish that premise better in one panel. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I looked it up. That is called first order logic. First order logic. Also, Thank you. also called predicate calculus. Oh God, I wish I had said that. That's a funny name, right? You know, what I might do would be actually to move panel two to panel three, and then you have more time to set up the gag. Because panel two is basically the gag. Panel three is just like... Yeah, you might need to make it all the multi-day series to get all the necessary preconditions. Panel panel three is... uh... Panel three is only necessary, like, if you didn't understand what was happening in panel two, then panel three might clarify it. Panel three is often the epilogue of the strip. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hmm. you've been listening to Again, Jim Davis. Jonestown Massacre, though. <laughs> Can I just add that when you said Jonestown Massacre, I I couldn't remember what that was for a second, and I thought it was like some sort of Donner Party kind of situation. So I thought you were going to say that the term munchies uh, was a reference to that. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, <laughs> okay. the Danger Five of podcasts. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, where you can leave us a comment. You can send us an email at info at beingjimdavis.com. You can also, any emails you have for a special guest, Jeremy, send to jeremy at beingjimdavis.com. Uh, please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com. Uh, I said that already. Something Twitter Cafe Press. Uh, I am at the Chris Winter, and I am at Inscrutable Taco. We really should write all this down, huh? Eh, uh, you know. And I'm Jeremy Mellis from North Carolina, and uh, my wife's awesome Instagram is SRP Nine. I might have to get on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah.